This week, I am bringing you the star of the new movie, The Comeback Trail, Kate Katzman. Kate stars in the new film opposite Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, and Zach Braff. Kate will pull back the curtain and give us her beauty and fashion secrets, as well as tell us about her career, who influenced her start in the industry, as well as some great behind-the-scenes stories from her new upcoming movie. Welcome to the show. I've got Kate Katzman. Kate, how are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Yes. And uh, everybody must, must tune into this podcast and watch the video because Kate has the most adorable headphones ever in the world. Who are those (laughs) headphones? They're from your four-year-old? I I stole them from my (laughs) (laughs) four-year-old. You have to just tune in to see. You got to look. Well, she's got so many great stories, but you got to look at her headphones. Who are they by? To be honest with you, I'm not even sure. So let's see. I have the Hello box Kitty? Here. It's like a Hello Kitty. Yep. Hello Kitty. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. Oh my God. You're going to get Hello Kitty fans that are going to follow you <laughs> wildly. Yes. Well, thanks so much, Kate, for joining my podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you. You have so many great things. We're going to talk about your upcoming movie that's coming out, which is very exciting. Um, but I just wanted to find out like... I love to just talk to people about like how you got started, where you grew up. So where did you grow up? I was born in Pennsylvania and then I moved to Florida when I was about, probably about eight. Uh, so then been in Florida for a pretty long time. I uh, didn't get into acting until after high school. Uh, was too afraid to do any kind of theater or acting when I was a kid. I was too shy. Um, and then I kind of just got into acting on a whim. I had a friend who had a mutual friend of, uh, was one of his mutual friends was Burt Reynolds. So he introduced me to Burt Reynolds and he had a acting, uh, like school here in uh, Jupiter. So I met with him and I just kind of, told him I was interested in possibly getting into acting and he took it upon himself to give me a script and told me to learn it in a week and then come back and see him. (laughs) I had never, I had never really acted before. He had given me the script. He gave me his assistant. He's like, here, he's going to come with you. You guys learn the script, come back in a week. So I did that. I came back and I, did my scene and he told me that he absolutely loved it and he thought I really had chops and he was going to teach me how to be an actress. <laughs> wow. So how long did you study? I didn't even know Burt Reynolds taught acting. Yep. Yes, he, he, has has, sco- he had a school. He did. Yes. He had um, a school in Jupiter and he had like his master acting group that would meet there every week and they would pr- put on performances. So I started with him, just, he gave me some private lessons to start with just to kind of get caught up on everything. And then when he thought I was ready, he had me audition for his master acting group. And I got in and started doing that every week. And that's really where I learned most, most of my stuff from. Wow. And how long, how long did you study with him before you started auditioning and stuff? Um, I mean, it was an ongoing class. So I was 
probably there maybe two, three years. But like during that time, I'd also go and audition for for other things. So at that time, when I first started, it was more commercials and things like that. And um, I was doing mostly theater with him. And then after that, I got into doing films and things like that after. Because there's a big difference between theater and movies. You know, a lot of people don't realize, but like the acting that you do for theater is completely different than the acting that you do for for movies and television. So you have right. to kind of adjust your <laughs> adjust right. your acting depending on what you're doing. Yeah, because theater, isn't it? It's so much, it's a little bit bigger. Big. bigger. Everything's yeah. big. And, yes. and film is so small and, small. you know, yeah, it, it, intimate. Yeah. Exactly. Like a, yeah. So in theater, everything is big, exaggerated, big hand movements, big eye movements. And then in, in movies, everything is so... You have to be so tiny, so small. You have to be very conscious of not making anything too big because, you know, when it's blown up and magnified that that large on screen, it looks crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. What kind of, just out of curiosity, what kind of acting did he teach? Because I know there's like Meisner and all that. Did he have a certain method or I was just curious? He, he I mean, he would go over the different methods, but he kind of had his own his own little thing going. But he would teach us about the different methods and what, you know, each one was. And then he had his own way of doing things. So. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, so then, so then how did this new movie that's coming out, the comeback trail, how did that come about? How did you get the audition? How did you, um, cause just for my listeners, uh, Kate is starring in this new movie called The Comeback Trail with Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, Zach Braff. So how did that come about? How did you come about to get that audition and the opportunity? So actually, I was filming a movie in Alabama and I met one of the producers, uh, David Ornstein, was also working on that other film. And we got to talking and he mentioned that he was going to be producing this one movie, The Comeback Trail. And I asked if I could audition for like a, a smaller role initially. So I did, I auditioned for a smaller role and the director liked me and invited me to audition for a larger role. And so I flew out, you know, a couple times to California, met with the director, did auditions and Kind of just went from there. And that was it. Wow. That was it. So tell me about the role that you play in this film. Yep. So the movie takes place in the 1970s. So I play Megan Albert, who is a female director, which at that point in time, she was really a woman ahead of her time because there are very, very few female directors and especially female directors of a Western was just, right. you know, <laughs> not right. something that was happening. But she is a very strong woman and she knows that what she can do, she knows her abilities. And so she knows she can make a great movie. And so she comes on to the scene, ready to, ready to give them, give them something special. <laughs> and so it's, uh, so you're playing opposite some of these big names like Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman. What, um, do you have any interesting, like, it, who did you work with the most? Was it pro, uh, Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman or? It was uh, Robert De Niro and Tommy Lee Jones. I only oh, had 
maybe two scenes with um, Morgan Freeman. So I didn't get as much time with him, but they were all just so nice. Um, You're so used to seeing them on movies and what their on-screen persona is. So to meet them in person and see, you know, who's similar to what they're like on screen and who's different is is really neat. Um, Robert De Niro surprised me because I'm so used to seeing him as like this rough, tough, outspoken guy on um, movies. And then when you meet him in person, he's very soft-spoken and very, very mannerly and just a total, totally different personalities from uh, what I was expecting, but super, wow. super nice. That's um, cool. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones is just like the smartest guy. <laughs> he just knows something about everything. And um, it was fun to see that he really got involved in, in picking out horses for the movie and doing the stunts. You know, he, he actually has a ranch in um, New Mexico, which is where the, the movie was filmed. So, you know, he's, he's a real cowboy. He, he knows all this stuff and he made sure that they were doing it right. That's great. So did they give you like, I mean, working opposite those two guys, did they give you like, Kate, here's like a piece of advice that you could share with the audience that they shared with you or something interesting that they shared with you about whether it's acting or life or, you know. No, they actually are all extremely nice, but the one thing I've learned with these, you know, top tier actors is they really do keep to themselves. Um, it's not a lot of just hanging out, like in between takes, they're off by themselves sitting alone. They're not even chatting with each other. So they, they know each other. They say, hi, they might even get together outside of filming, but when they're working, they're working and that's it. They don't, they don't chit chat or anything like that. So it's very, very professional. And, um, I was too afraid to ask any of them for, for acting advice. (laughs) (laughs) So I just tried to take it all in and observe and see what they were doing. But, you know, working with such amazing icons, I'm sure they get asked all the time. So. Yeah. Well, (laughs) obviously you did an amazing job. I'm excited to see, like, did they in, when you're doing scenes and stuff, do they ever say like, Oh, can you give me more of this? Or or is that more the director that will. That's more of the director. The yeah. director will will get into all of that, but they were just all very, very nice and yeah. you know extremely helpful and you know couldn't be a nicer group. You know, you not at all prima donnas. You're just right. really nice. Excuse me, thank you. You know, make sure that the light is right on you. I mean, they were they were very, very nice. And especially Mor- Morgan Freeman, I have to say, even though I didn't have a lot of scenes with him, he just seemed like the nicest guy. Like he would come into set. And he'd shake all the extras' hands, which, you know, before COVID, when you could still do that. And he went and he uh, thanked all of the crew individually, which I thought was really, really nice. You know, he just seemed very down to earth and appreciative of, you know, all the small people that got him where he is. Wow, very cool. Then after this one, you have another film. You did a, a film with Mickey Rourke, right? Yes. So that movie is called Adverse, and that should also be out first quarter of 2021. You know, things, the dates of things keep moving around right. because of all this craziness. But uh, that was a totally different uh, style movie that was more of like a neo-noir d- drama. Mm-hmm. Um, 
versus the comeback trail is like a fun comedy. Uh, But that was also, you know, a a good time to film. I actually filmed that before the comeback trail. That was maybe two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. It it takes a while to get all this stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a good time too. We had a great cast and um, looking forward to that coming out as well. And now I'm getting ready to film um, my next movie in uh, Puerto Rico. It's going to be with Cole Hauser and uh, Mel Gibson. And so this is my first film that I'm going to be shooting since all the the new COVID restrictions have come in. So I'm really interested to see how things are different on set, you know, versus how they used to be. Yeah, I have a friend that was in it and you'll see, I guess they have a whole like red, yellow, um, green, like areas that people can, it's a whole restrictions and, but I guess it keeps everybody safe. What is the role you're playing in the new film? So um, I am playing Cole Hauser's sister-in-law. So he plays an ex-Marine who gets involved in this whole big thing in uh, Panama. And I, I kind of get <laughs> myself involved in it a little bit too. Is it like, is it, it's a drama, more of a drama? No, this is, this is more of like, yeah, like, like an action drama. It's more oh, action. Wow. Yeah. And what kind of character is it? Are you mischievous or are you very? No, I'm a very driven, um, I'm a doctor, very forward, <laughs> forward moving, <laughs> forward moving, doesn't really let anything stop her kind of person. And uh, this movie also takes place in the 1980s. So I'm skipping around my, <laughs> my <laughs> the time. The 70s, I'm, the 80s. The 70s, 80s. I've done the yeah. 20s and yeah. <laughs> so very driven doctor to a director. And what was the one with Mickey Rourke? What did you play? So that I played um, totally different characters. Somebody who had gotten themselves into a mess with drugs and such and laying low. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Was that difficult? Um, I mean, it's always fun as an actress to push yourself to do different things. So, so it was a totally different character, which was, which was nice. It was nice to play something, something different. You have a big range. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. So how was it working with Mickey Rourke? Oh, he was, he was a hoot. (laughs) Really? He was a very, like a character as, as, as what I would call him, a character. Um, he came in and he brought his dog with him to set. He had a cute little Pomeranian and, you know, whatever he wasn't shooting, he had the Pomeranian with him. He's just, you know, a funny, funny guy. Right. Did he give you any like tips or things that. Again, you know, I, I haven't, I don't typically go up to someone and ask them for, yeah, yeah, for acting yeah. advice. I try no, to. No, I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wish I probably would. Like in retrospect, I wish I could go and like ask everybody their best acting tips. But when it's actually happening, I try to just stay professional and not act like fangirl. <laughs> what are some things when you're prepping for a film? Because like I saw on your Instagram, you were doing fencing. Mm-hmm. Like um, if people are interested and they look at you and they go, God, I want to get into acting and I'd love to do what she's doing. And as we look at a film like this or when your film comes out, people will see it and they'll go, wow, I wonder what did she have to do to prep for that? Did you work with coaches or do you just kind of do it on your own? So yeah, you first obviously read through the script, see what time period it takes place in. This took place in the 70s. So the you know starting point for the comeback trail was 
researching the 70s and what was going on, what was relevant at that point in time. Um, my character was a film director. So researching women film directors in the 1970s, and then you see how very few of them there were. So, you know, it kind of gives you perspective and you start building on that. You start looking at the time, you look at, you know, clues to your character, what their relationships are like and, and so on and so forth and try to build, build from there. But it, obviously, like if it's, a, if it's an action movie or something like that, then you do take some type of training to, you know, right. to, get, to get prepared for it. So that one thing I did have like a fencing scene in a movie I had done a while ago. So that's why I was um. doing fencing for, for that. Uh, I have another film that I'm going to be doing this another action movie. So I'm starting now already taking self-defense classes and trying to learn kickboxing and things like that so that when that role comes up, I am prepared and I know what I'm doing and, you know, comfortable with it. So whenever there's anything that, you know, is a, a big part of your character, you want to make sure that you understand it, that you know it. Um, the Comeback Trail was a film director. So I researched the film directors yeah. and what they were doing and, you know, who were their contemporaries and so on and so forth. So you really want to just be familiar with what your character is like and what they're doing and that it's you're comfortable with it. Oh, so like in this upcoming film that you're preparing for the kickboxing and all of that, is that more, it's an action movie you're doing? That's an action movie. So that's not the one that I'm doing in December. That's one coming up. I'm still in negotiations on that one, but hopefully that'll, that'll happen. And that'll be probably in the beginning of uh, the new year. But I already, because, you know, it's out there and it might happen. I'm already starting to prepare so I can be ready when it actually does, you know, come about that. I'm not just like, Oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Right. Right. So does that typically take you like a couple months to prep like typically or not that long? It depends. I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, if you can have a couple months to prep for something, it's fantastic. So, you know, if you know that a project is coming up and you have that time, then definitely you want to learn everything you can about, you know, your character and what they're going to be doing and get comfortable with it. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. Sometimes you get a part last minute and you don't have the prep time, but when you do, it really makes a difference. Well, I have to say, I looked at your Instagram and looking at you on camera and people can tune in and, and watch this on YouTube. You look always so great. You, you're you in such amazing shape and so pretty. Um, what, for my audience, like, I mean, I, I'm, and I want to talk to you about fashion because obviously we're going to get about that because I, I'm a stylist and that's my background. But how do you, how do you stay looking so fabulous and so great? Yeah. I mean, you're young and, and everything like that, but everybody loves to know like how do these people in television because the film comes so close to your face and you want to look great and your skin is so beautiful like how do you do it do you wake up like this (laughs) (laughs) it's a little bit of work but um I've always been really careful of the sun so that's really helped me like even as a kid I, I never was out sunbathing or anything like that so I think sun protection is, is a big thing that everybody, you know, there's people are now aware of it where they weren't aware of it before, but still every day wear an SPF, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm in the house or outside, I still have sunscreen on every day. And then it's just like a good, you know, skin care routine that works for you. For me, I have really sensitive skin, so I can't get too fancy <laughs> with my, with my skin routines or then I will have problems. So I try to keep it simple 
but you know, the occasional facials and stuff like that is always great too. I did a couple IPL treatments after I had my kids because I started getting a little bit of melasma. Oh, so, yeah, you know, right. keep keeping up with stuff I think is important. Just being conscious of, you know, what's happening on your face and addressing it. Um, I think it's always a good thing. I've been a vegetarian since I was three. So that's helped me really? as far as, as far as diet goes. Um, and that was more just when I was three, I saw Dr. Doolittle and it talked about being a vegetarian veterinarian. And I didn't know what that was. So I asked my mom and dad and they explained to me what a vegetarian was. And then when I found out about that, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a vegetarian. And you did it. I'm never eating meat again. And they like kind of rolled their eyes at me <laughs> like, okay, sure, Katie, whatever. And that was it. Never ate meat again. So when they gave you meat, you ate everything else but the meat. I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> wow. And it was always a sad day growing up. Like when you'd find out there was something in something you liked. So, you know, like a Caesar salad. If I found out there was anchovies, I'm like, oh, no, I can't eat it anymore. Or <laughs> gelatin. That's amazing. At that age to go, I'm not going to eat it because it's like, ah, whatever, or lasagna. Or if it has meat in it, you wouldn't eat it. No, no. no. I've always, um, I've been a very strong-willed person. And I never, I'm somebody who I, I believe things for myself. And that's it. Like my mom was not a vegetarian. My, my father was not. My husband's not. It, so it's just something that I believe for me, it, mm-hmm. it works for me and what's what I choose to do for myself. But I never impose my, you know, beliefs upon others. I think everybody's right. free to make their own, their own choices. But once I decide something for myself, then that's it. <laughs> yeah. So you think that makes a difference with your skin and, and taking care of? I think so. I think that, you know, eating a lot of vegetables and stuff like that, I think really helps. Um, And I think, you know, not eating like heavy red meats and stuff like that is good for your physique. You're not as bogged down by, by all of that. So I think it keeps you, keeps you in pretty good shape. It kind of forces, it kind of forces you to be healthy even when you're not really trying. Right, right. Do you believe in any enhancements to your look or? I do Botox, you know, occasionally. Um, I think that whatever you're comfortable with doing, you know, is good. As an actress, you don't want to do too much because then you get in that like funny place where you start looking different or frozen. So I try to be mindful of that and not do anything too crazy. But I think people need to feel good about themselves. So whatever, whatever they need to do to make them feel good about themselves, but they still, you want to keep the special part of you that makes you you. So you don't want to go overboard and start changing things to the point that you look like a different right. person. Exactly. And you are in such great shape. I saw you at the Fort Lauderdale. Um, there was an award that you got, <laughs> um, which was fabulous. Congratulations on that. Thank you. look you. so great in your, your outfit. How do you, what are your tips to like, I mean, do you have to work at like having a great body and looking great and stuff like that? I guess, you know, I think it's just lifestyle. Um, I try to be mindful of, what I'm eating and what I'm doing. And it's more being proactive. Um, You know, if you feel like you're starting to, you know, put on a little bit or you're feeling a little flabby, then it's the time to start doing things immediately versus waiting until it becomes a bigger problem, I think is, is always a good, a good thing. I'm lucky enough to live in South Florida. So we have good weather 
year round. Right. So it means, you know, we can be outside and doing things and, you know, I love traveling and moving around and getting into all kinds of stuff. And then for workouts, I like to just vary it, you know, depending on my mood, but just, you know, try to stay toned, but depending on what I'm, what I'm into at the time, it might be a lot of walking or it might be yoga. It might be, you know, more weights, but just as long as you're doing something. Right, 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 right. That's great. Any little tips and tricks for people when you're, you're getting ready for a red carpet or just even a big event that you're going to maybe with your husband or something like that, that, uh, you love to do? I mean, I can't say that there's any special thing that I do. I think it's just making sure you have ample time before you have to go anywhere that you can really take it all in. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. So you have a chance to just, you know, if you're doing your makeup, you're doing your hair, getting ready, that you have a few minutes just to kind of take a deep breath. And, you know, before you go to your event that you can really enjoy it and you can remember it. You know, sometimes people are rushing so much that, it takes all of the fun out of it. I mean, all of these things are are special life events and you want to remember right. them. Sure. So you want to you want to take the time at the moment. Right, right. What is one thing that you've never told anybody before that we're going to share on the Cat's Walk show that oh. uh, it doesn't have to be so personal. It could be whatever you want, but something that you just haven't shared with somebody that would maybe surprise our listeners. I mean, when I was in high school, drama teachers used to beg me to do drama to be on stage. And I told them, no, really? <laughs> I in a million years going to do that. No, <laughs> you were shy. I was too shy. So really? I, I never in a million billion years thought I'd be up on stage acting at that point in time. I was very, very shy. So wow. things change. <laughs> what did you just, had, now that you say that, it makes me think like, what did you want to do when you grew up, when you got out of high school? What was your, what were you thinking I'm going to do? So, I mean, it, it varied. Um, at first, when I was small, it started being a veterinarian because of Dr. Doolittle yes, again. Right. <laughs> I'm like, right. okay, I'll do that. I'll be a vegetarian <laughs> veterinarian. Yes. And then over time, um, that kind of changed. Uh, I realized if I was a veterinarian, I would just, have so many animals, it just would be ridiculous. I'd take them all. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't do the, the euthanasia stuff that would right. bother me too right. much. So then I kind of wanted to get into doing marketing and, and different things, but I never, never saw myself as an actress. It just was not something I would have ever in a million years predicted. Um, at the time when I was a kid, I would have thought it was like some form of torture. <laughs> having wow. to go on stage and have everybody watch you. And you look so natural when I was watching the clips and stuff like that. You look so natural and it seems so easy for you. So it's 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 always fun to just hear about how people started and, and thank God for Burt Reynolds, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. What would we all be without Burt Reynolds, for God's sakes? He was the greatest guy. <laughs> I was really, really blessed, you know, yeah. to, to know him. And he was just, such a big influence on me and uh, such a, such a wonderful guy. And yeah. he really pushed me. I really have to say a hundred percent, if it wasn't for him, I would not be in acting. It was really his oh. belief in me. Um, 
that I could tell was really genuine. And that really gave me the drive to pursue it. Otherwise, I would have just thought it was a hobby and never done anything with it. One last question that I have to ask you because we're talking about, we talk about fashion on the show. So did you do modeling? Because I saw some great pictures of you in really fabulous outfits and that type of thing. Did you do modeling before you got into acting? So uh, during high school, I did some commercial print modeling. So I'm, I'm on the short side, I'm only 5'4", so I never did any kind of runway or anything like that. But for fun, I did, you know, commercial print, magazine stuff, uh, hair magazines, bridal magazines, which was fun. And at the time, I was able to do that because even being shy, you don't have to talk when you're a mom. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it, it started with that. And I think that that actually really helped me, you know, get out there and meet different people and be in different situations. So I think that that helps bring me out of my shell. So then when I got older and I did start pursuing acting, I just, you know, was a lot more confident than I was as a, as a child. What would you say your favorite, what's your style or your aesthetic or your certain designers or a certain style that you'd say you have? (laughs) I am a very bad shopaholic and everyone who knows me (laughs) knows that. I, I love fashion. Absolutely love fashion. Um, whenever possible, I'll go to the runway shows and just scroll the, the fashion magazines. I absolutely love like Chanel, Dior, um, Christian Louboutin. I mean, there's just, there's oh, so yeah. many. I, yeah. I like things classy, glamorous, but you know, still, still wearable. Um, I, love following trends. So I like yeah. getting, getting involved in, you know, whatever the newest, latest fashion styles are. I have a lot of friends that are stylists. And so oh, cool. I make sure that they, they keep me up on all the, the latest trends and yeah. absolutely love fashion. I mean, my husband thankfully likes fashion also. So a lot of times before COVID, we would base our trips on fashion. Like, where are we going to go shopping? What fashion show we're going to go see? <laughs> oh, wow. Where You'd go to the shows like in Paris? In or Paris, in, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite shows? Uh, I mean, they're all so good. The last show we did before all this craziness was um, one of the Dolce Gabbana shows, oh, which was yeah. great in Milan before, before oh, wow. COVID broke out. But I just love fashion. I mean, I have such an appreciation for it. I just think it's so beautiful. And um, just the fabrics and that, you know, the way things move on the runway, it's just, it's so great. And I love being a part of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have to say you have the best, I mean, your body, you can fit into everything. I mean, you'd look beautiful in Dolce and Dior and Chanel and, you know, so (laughs) you're a very lucky girl that you look beautiful in all of that. Oh, that sounds so fun. Well, um, I know people can check out your Instagram and see you in all your fabulous outfits as well. Do you want to give us your Instagram handle so people can look it up? Sure. It's uh, Kate Katzman Official. Awesome. Well, Kate, you have shared so many fabulous stories. We've covered it all. You've said it all. I so appreciate you coming. And uh, I'm excited to see your movie, The Comeback Trail. I'm very excited. It seems so fun. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I think it was a really funny movie. So I I think it'll, it'll get a couple good laughs. (laughs) Good. And I'm going to keep an eye out for the other ones as well. The Mickey Rourke film and the other ones that you're working on. And everybody must tune in to see your fabulous uh, headphones because they're the best. And I think you're going to get known for them. Hello Kitty. (laughs) 
Thanks so much, Kate, for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to The Cat's Walk. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thank you to executive producer Gerardo Orlando, producer Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer Dave Douglas. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. I think that was good enough. I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) I know, right.